0: Okay. I wanted to do a podcast about understanding supply chains. This is really important when it comes to your purchasing to at least have a sense of how all this comes together. Because I find that sometimes uh, clients that we work with have unrealistic expectations on how they're going to purchase certain ingredients, let's say from local farmers or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, that, um, if you really understand a little bit more about how supply chains work, you will have a better idea of how to approach your purchasing. So the first thing is to understand that there are going to be many things that you purchase that are going to be local, could be to your local environment, literally like your community, could be community farms, then there are going to be things that might be manufactured literally on the other side of the world. could be China. You know, we live in a globalized um, economy. And so the supply chains for different kinds of products are all different. And so let's paint a picture of how some of this could look. So you have a menu and you want to, let's say, utilize an ingredient like apples year round, which is a very common ingredient. Some people don't know, but apples are seasonal and the U.S. and in other places. So in order for you to get them year-round, they have to come from different places. And so the supply chain in some times of year might look like apples being grown in South America that are then shipped to the United States. And then that goes to your wholesaler who's really purchasing it from a farm across the world holding it and then in some cold storage and then selling it to you. So you are, you know, one step removed from the farmer and there could be even other people in between, but this is generally my understanding of for something like this, how it would look. And that has to get shipped to you. Now, the further that something travels generally, the more you're going to pay for it because and this isn't always the case because there are elements of quantity but there's fuel costs and there's individuals there's more employees there's you know upkeep of and maintenance of vehicles and so usually the further something comes the more expensive it is and then also the number of intermediaries that are involved the more expensive it is this is why if you go to a grocery store the grocery store has to make money as well things are as expensive as they're going to be whereas if you tend to go to farmers that are more in your environment then um, it, can, it should be less expensive. But one thing with that is that sometimes local farmers, because of supply and demand and local farms are becoming more popular, they can actually charge more because their product is now seen as being more desirable. So it's not just about how close or far something is, but it's about how much are they growing in their, your local environment and how much demand is there for their product itself. So the reason that this is important to understand is because you may be able to, with certain products, cut out certain intermediaries. You might be able to buy certain ingredients in larger quantities from uh, farmers directly. Or you may be able to purchase certain um, products like bottles directly from the manufacturer. So, you know, for example, there's a company that we work with, uh, with our clients that is a manufacturer. They're based in China and our clients purchase from them and they save a lot of money on their bottles as opposed to going through a distributor because most of the bottles, for example, in the US generally come from Mexico or come from China because most things aren't manufactured in the United States because uh, the cost of manufacturing is quite high and the cost of manufacturing other places is cheaper, which is why it's actually cheaper to have it made in China and then shipped to the US. And so uh, while you might be purchasing bottles from... A bottle supplier in America most likely those bottles actually aren't made in America which is why they're costing more because you're paying for the storage and that other company has to make a profit so they add their profit margin on top of the purchase that they made so they've got a big warehouse they purchase it comes in then they resell it to you and that's how everything goes and so this is one way and reason that it's helpful to understand supply chains because you can potentially on certain products or ingredients If you can purchase in large enough quantities, you can cut out certain intermediaries and save yourself some money. So the other reason that this is relevant is that with certain farms, let's say for local farms, for example, they may only grow a small amount of ingredients that you need, but they also have their requirements on how they're going to be able to supply those ingredients to you. So let's say, for example, you have a farmer and they just grow citrus. And that's one of many, many ingredients that you need. But they require that if they're going to make a delivery to you that they can only do it you know, two, three days a week or that you have to purchase you know, $300 worth of citrus. But you're like, I don't really need that much citrus. But that's their minimum order to deliver to you. So then you kind of end up in this little conundrum where as much as you want to support a local farmer... You can't meet their minimum order requirements in order to actually purchase from them, and so there are many elements that it come that comes to um, into the process of actually making your orders. Which is why it's really understand important to understand how your vendors are, are working from a cost standpoint, from um, you know just a process standpoint for you, and then. That will assist you in really understanding how to navigate this entire situation because in some circumstances, you might find it really works to purchase from a local farmer. And then in some circumstances, you might say, you know what, I have to work with this distributor because this distributor is an intermediary. They're aggregating all of the products that I need. And then there's other situations where you might be able to go directly to someone else, you know, a farm across the world. That's not usually common for a g-spar business but it's something that may come up with certain things like i told you with certain manufacturers that are making certain um, packaging products bottles you know could be other things you know could be stickers labels who knows Um, it's just going to depend on your situation so i hope that helps giving you a better idea of supply chains and why it's important to know how they work and um, seeing how you can engage with your purchasing and As I always mention, if this isn't your first podcast, if you guys need support with your business and any other aspects of growing your business or starting your business, reach out to me at andrew at startajuspar.com. Would be happy to help. Until next time, hope you're happy, hope you're healthy. Talk to you soon.